Amakwini Togozani Emma Kosini. Ikamalam Guzi Poagokdolamo Elogukula Gumai Shome. Ba Utanda Ungan Biza Gokumai Shome Oganya Gokunazu. Bendizo Tanda Utata Eli Tuba, Ditsama Kushekuzo Zonga is surely as in Dipeteo as Pagatikum Zimbawam, and Libeleo Oganya Engas Bizang and Goku Zinga Kumbis Kalikis. Dikalengotamakusha. Emma Bileni, M. Kolanga, Old Lambulo Kunda, or Vapi on another Pagani Sunday at Amakusha. The Tamakushe, Emma Zizini, Olamienum Dadela, or Binoboya. The Tamakusha Combatano Cosibe, Dinga Walibelanga, Mampinga, Owawa, Opolo Gosh. Tamakusha Christmas and Pesle, Lelias and Begi Pele, and Clog on the Chocutiano Zengele, Unongo Sepan Sichon Tamakush. Tamakushe Christmas, so tall on Langisa. Tamakushe Kotida on Wangule. Tamakushe Kusuelas and Fundus are Opagamasilozi. Jalon Togos is a Kubaba Wam, Umam Dambok and Lango, Tangi Togos a Coco. Togos is a Kukum Kuluami, Umapizi, Gamahoto. Diti Bayeta Makosa Makul, Makose Zizwe. Yatamakosha. Togozani and welcome to episode six of Goko Have I Been Scammed brought to you by Times Live. On this platform, we discuss, share wisdom and raise awareness on all things traditional African spirituality, including but not limited to scams. My name is Goko Zipo Dolamo and I am your host. Spirituality is currently a buzzword in entertainment. With the rise of reality entertainment, we have been offered somewhat of a front row seat into the lives and spiritual practices and beliefs of entertainers and public figures. Some content has been received as widely controversial by audiences, particularly when it is themed around sexual practices, spirituality, and the intersections thereof. This episode aims to focus on the coexistence of spiritual practices, callings, and the world of adult entertainment. Joining us in conversation today is reality TV star, former adult entertainer, businesswoman, and aesthetician, Noluvuyo Babli Sodela. Welcome, Babli, and thank you for joining us. Thank you for giving us your time today. Um, for those who don't know you, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself in your own words? Who is Babli? Um, what is your claim to fame? How do we know you? How have audiences been introduced to you? Just a brief introduction. Thank you, Zippo, for inviting me to your podcast. Um, but I'm known as Babli Sodela. I am from Port Elizabeth in the Township oh, what can I say? I'm such a dynamite in a um, small package. Um, a woman that is very passionate, that can defy odds, that believes it's impossible until it's done. And um, But I do things and I believe in myself. I'm coming from an area where like, uh, no one believed in me. Uh, it's just like one of kind of, you know, the township vibe, the township set up like where no one believes in your dreams, but you have to believe in yourself. So I come a very long way. I started uh, with acting, things that didn't go well with acting. Then I went to exotic dancing, 
which it's where I find my path to or this journey that I'm in of uh, e-wellness business. It's interesting that you would say that you found your journey of wellness through exotic dancing um, and through that space. Can you take us a little bit more through that? Um, you say you got into it through um, a sort of acting prospects that didn't work out. What happened next? I would say um, how, firstly, I take my life. I take my life as like, you know, when you're driving and then you don't find exactly the right direction, but you don't just like go home. You keep on like finding your destination where you're supposed to be. So I took my life as that. It's like I might not be at that moment when I was an exotic dancer, might not be in the right direction as people see it, but I know where I'm destined. I know where I'm going, which um, I enjoyed like having conversation with people which uh, exotic dancing. It's not about like the nudity, the, the sultry, the seductiveness. It's about like uh, healing. You get conversation with people. Some people, maybe they had a bad day and they're really going through a lot. They just want to drink and see nice girls around and like and bent out. And some of that, some people that they were like, you know, I'm like, I always ask, wow, what are you celebrating? Why are you spending this much? And someone like spending like nobody's business because of after that, they're planning a suicide. And then we just like get into deeper, we connect and talk about life. And then that person's perspective change. And then they come back and like, look here, you make, make me a better person. And which during COVID, I um, had my own place where I had a poll. So which I used to shoot some content for OnlyFans. And I also did some private uh, lab dances and which some people wouldn't want like, um, I will call it like a role play. They don't want to see Ebony. They want to connect more, which they'll ask, can you massage me? I'm going through a lot. And then I enjoy it while I'm massaging. It's like healing. And I'm also like feeling the energies. And um, I, I think that's how it started. Yeah. And then I end up, end up enjoying doing uh, massages more than doing, um, doing uh, lap dances. So I just like lost interest in that field. And then I found myself here, which is, uh, I'm happy. I feel like I'm in the right place. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, I don't think many of us think about your line of work or the line of exotic dancing as a function of healing. I don't think we apply ourselves to thinking about it beyond Amandom Bazana, Ambanunu. I don't think we think about the fact that you impact people's lives on a daily basis. So thank you so much for, for that perspective. Um, when, when, when people first um, started seeing uh, your character on television um, and on social media, Abandaba Ninzi um, complimented the fact that a character is authentic, you seem to be a very real person. Um, you show them and you show the kind of home that you come from in terms of the spirituality inside inside that home. Um, can you tell us what it was like and um, your experiences of spirituality um, and what kind of tension that brought up, brought into your life when you went into exotic dancing? 
And Kule in a very supportive um, environment where I was raised by my grandmother, which she was very spiritual person. That's why then I hear that the gift, it comes from her, you know, like she was the one who, who appointed me to, you know, most in, 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 in African, they always say like, if your grandmother was a witch, and then they're going to leave all those things uh, to you. <laughs> yes, so, she, so at least she wasn't. So I, I feel lucky that she wasn't. At least she was a, a, a good person. She really liked um, praying so much, praying with water. Even if you've got a headache, she'll just pray for the water and give it to you. Even when, when you bath, she pray for the water. And like it was like that kind of environment where like wherever, even if you go to interview you pray before you leave the house before we eat so i i come from a very spiritual family they're very strong they believe in in they are christians but they also like believe into the ancestors so i was also like raised by my stepfather my dad my dad died when i was i think i was six or five i can't even remember how it looks like so i was raised by my stepfather which was very supportive at that moment, more than my mom, but we could read my mom, she's supportive. So he was very supportive and always like supported me to do the media things, to do the modeling. He would always like cheer me up, support me if I need like some raffle or to participate. Yeah, he was like very supportive. So I'm coming from a very authentic and open-minded and free-spirited family. Like my family just talk it is, as it is. If you get offended, you get offended, you know. But yeah, it's a very loving family and very welcoming family. That that is wonderful because I think family support is not only important when you are journeying spiritually, but in all of the decisions um, that you make and some of the mistakes that we make as well. Um, and I just yeah, I to- believe no go. On. I'm glad that you mentioned that. I've noticed that like some people that when they not get that love from home. Uh, they go around like bullying the others because they've got low self-esteem. There's no one in their background that believes in them. So they to boost their ego. They just like, they are not good people. They are villains. They are mean, you know, to some other people. So it's really important to be loved from home so that you don't look love from the wrong places or attention in a wrong way by hating other people. I agree with that. I agree with that, especially in, in the age of, of cyberbullying. You know, we see people coming online to share their opinions about what it is that you even do for a living and so forth. Um, how have you dealt with some of that feedback, um, you know, coming from a place where you are so sure of yourself and you come from a family, Apple, like that you said, you know, Gukona Utando, Gukona. Um, support. So, how do you engage Goloso? Um, I just like um, just try to be like in pulling like that way. So it never changes because I'm used now. I'm like from it's in my genes to share love, to share care, and to be honest and to be vocal. If I don't like certain things, I'm able to voice it out. And if I'm angry at that moment, you cannot control how much I feel. So let me be and we become fine after that, you know. 
yeah, I get very humble when people share that they can see that I'm from a loving family. And I pray to God that I also don't change because in life we get hurt by in relationships, by friends, toxic environment, and then we end up become selfish, you know. So I always pray to not lose that because you like I've helped so many people now. You, you, you. Those people maybe they're blocking from for other people. If you are the person that is very giving, like never change because that's who you are, which is something that I've noticed. I'm like, I will say no, no more helping people. But then I will like, I'm, 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 I'm a gifting person. I'm a very generous person. So it's in me. Let not other people that are toxic in my life control me because it's also not good for the mental health. And mm. always be kind, you know, and learn to say no, learn to be open and like just have a balanced life. Mm, I, I love that. I, I love that very much. Um, you, you spoke a little bit about coming from a spiritual home where there's a lot of faith having been exercised. Um, and and there is a huge element here in Olo. That sort of affects the way that we live our lives, right? There are certain rules that we have to follow. There are certain things that we can and we cannot do. And sometimes we take those things and we judge ourselves very harshly based on those things. Um, how, how was it for you negotiating the fact that you come from such a spiritual home with so much structure? Um, how did you not judge yourself too much um, when going into the work of adult world where everybody else judges it? Uh, I'm someone that have lived unapologetic and I've got uh, self-acceptance, uh, you know? Mm. So I think it's very important, self-acceptance, and which I think I posed naked against xenophobia in 2012, like I was a nudist, in, in nudist which like our body as women, it's a form of art, you know? It's just the people, they didn't care much about the caption, the message that I was trying to, to, to show people. So I've never judged myself. I have to accept myself the way I am. This is who I am. And, and I was like, um, let me show my mom a clip of um, women in thongs and uh, lingerie dancing for this Rihanna song. And show show her the whole video. We watched the video. We watched the video. So I was like, I'm not a waitress where I'm working. This is what I do. Because mm. she gave you a lot of songs, a lot of things and what. And she didn't have a problem because of I felt like if I'm gonna hide, the truth will always come. So I was like, let me tell my mom, but this this it is what it is, this is what I'm doing. And because we understand our truth hurts, but it hurts more when so I had to even in relationship, I, I'm always like open book. Okay, this is my past, but never judge me about my past. My past made me to be who I am today. So I've I've never like uh because and it gave me financial freedom, which like I was free to live. I was free to get whatever I want. I, I was free to be my own. The woman, the young independent woman 
that I am. So I was never ashamed of my hustle. I, I like that very much. And I think um and I think it will be very helpful for audiences that might be in similar um situations dealing with issues around acceptance and accepting themselves in whatever situation and what whatever context. Now working Nabantu on this intimate level, naturally Siayazuba, even walking into a room with Abantu has a spiritual kind of implication, right? Sometimes Yawazungene Rumini and Fini and Abantu will be right. Sometimes Yawazungena Ungamiko right. With the work that you have done in adult entertainment, um, exotic dancing, how do you think that has affected you spiritually, if at all? Uh, there, will, there will be girls that uh, I just, if I don't like someone, like we just don't engage much, but we are a team, let's work together. If the client is calling her on the table, but it's just like, we don't have I, we don't have that bond, which I had like some friends, Thai friends, other Spanish friend, other colored friend, and um, and other time, other white friend, like like group of five or six, we were six or five. Like we're still keeping the bond since 2018 till now. Like we were, we had formed a sisterhood. I think like um, being in that environment, like there's no regrets. Like that's where I found myself. That's where I have my support system. Being in a exotic dancing, they will always believe in me, call me a superstar. So with things of energies, there will be like some clients, sometimes it will be hard because of, sometimes you can see beyond and then you just say something. And then something, sometimes you say something that is deep and offend that person or that person connects with you to an extent that they don't want to uh, book you, they don't want to see you naked, then they'll ask another person or they just pay you for a private conversation to have a conversation and buy you a drink and then leave you if they wanted maybe a table dance. It's just like there's something that maybe you discussed and you connected with and then like they don't see you now that way but or as a fantasy now they see a human in you because of they 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 all like uh okay of course you are in the strip club Bible I'm here to make money so some they were like, they will see that this person, alright. So some they book you, they become regulars because of the connect with your spirit or with some just you just vibe. But I, I I connected with the most. It's just like racism, the thing that I faced in clubbing, but they end up accepting you. So I always connected with most of clients. Then if they've got their own preference, then I will like refer or just move from the table and go hustle on another table. Mm. Um, you know, listening to you and how you speak about um, transitioning from exotic dancing into healing um, is, is, you know, if that makes sense, right? Because you sort of have to go through many things before you realize that this is the thing that I am going through. Um, can you talk to us a little bit about, about your calling, right? Um, in what other ways has it shown itself and have you made sense of it within the context of Ubomibako and how it has turned out so far? Um, my dad was a prophet, ne? Mm. So, a kaya, kukunkolo, 
Siakonza, smaller standards. And um, that person, it's like friends that notice, like, ba, Jagwazu manifesta, Jagwazu teta into Yenzek. And I think it will be Zamzai called a because they will like, Utebutete in retail. And then sometimes I don't remember, I understand, I don't know, meditate. I remember the other friend made an example, Sasselwa and the Andyas, that he was so figure, and then this what's going to happen. And then there was the time that in Kumbuza, it's most of people, they will, oh yeah, I didn't mean it deeper that way. Yeah, but they were like, Pavli, you said this. So, Nam just manifested, I pray, I command seven words of God, and um. I command I manifest a lot. So so sometimes in their pupa. Uh which uh which and um I and the poopy it's kinda like complicated because and the poopy is missing the abandoned pupa jinga matrifa. The pupa ibangamans it depends. Sometimes we can call it the begin a pupa man's. Or oh, on the TV show, Gandhi, this is Tibana, no, no, go, go, Luna Tibana, a good TV show. And it was like, na I the same thing. That means, but So, which I feel like I'm more like a prophet, like in their prophesizer. Mm. Yeah, so I'm still like discovering in that. And uh, just now, as a person, I feel like now I need to also be to heal as a person to the things that I know that they broke me in life in order for me to be stronger for other people to order in order for me to own this. But okay, who probably now, who has done that now, who is a healer, you know? But uh, people would get healed, people would get happy, people having conversation with me. I can be thoughtful, like doing your home to them text and then a person is going through something and then I just give them, with some encouragement, like people, they always like find like some good, some positive energy. It was telling to my friend, they're like, Yo, whenever white people like you, I'm like in the topic, I love you, you know, and they like pure energy people. And I just like connect most of the time with people. I'm not that in a charismatic lamp, you are like in a sort. Um, I thank God for that. <laughs> Whatever I always touch, whatever I can do in life, like it's what I was thinking now. Like it always like blossom. Like I've got a touch of gold. Whatever I do, it always succeeds. And and Yintanta, that is very underrated, Leo. And that I am sure you have experience of Abandu trying to interfere with that. Because Abandu, we tend to want it for ourselves, right? Whether intentionally CTC, I tatalend or from Upabli, but to sit here and be like, yo, I wish my 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 touch was that of gold. Um, and the same way as as Upabli. How have you dealt Gengoku within friendships and circles and moving with this gift? Um, this gift, this gift of seeing um all of these gifts. How how have they been in uh, as now, especially in the wellness, which like it's it's where like um I discovered myself what I want. I don't want it drama life because it's something that I can handle and I'm very good at it. 
I'm more connecting, like I'm staying in a garden home. Like I want to connect with nature. I want to be able to make bright on the fire. And I don't want just a friend who's going to come unannounced. I make sure that I'm staying in an area where yeah, because because but now, Sissy, you need to love some other people from the distance. It's just like it happens. I'll be like, no, we'll meet up for lunch. We'll meet up for lunch. Like, we'll be meeting for three years and never meet or for eight years. It's just like, it's not meant to happen. But we are cool if only. I just like, got, I think I've got three close friends or four that, like, maybe I can even share my, I sleep with them. Uh, like we share a bed, we share everything. I might visit their houses and sleep over. So uh, I'm, I'm more about sisterhood. I think like I'm a friendship is cool. Like I want to try and go to the house. I want to go to the I want to the I it is the blessing and the curse of being umdu omshope, right? In the sense, Yoguti, um, you are a lover of people. You start off in your journey loving people and being out with people and interacting with people. But then you retract into yourself where you make a space for yourself. You make a space for yourself where you connect with the earth, you can connect with yourself spiritually, and you can connect with your peace and quiet around you while still loving Amandu while still being open to be a supportive person, while still using your intuition. But hey, I thought of Uzi, let me actually just text her and only to find, but actually she's not okay on her side. So I think what we can take away from here is that um, the part of discovering your calling and, and being the person that you are, you also follow a very organic journey and you don't allow yourself to be pressured into certain parts and journeys. And I think you said something very important in, in one episode of the show where you said, Uguti, you know, you feel like, yes, but you don't feel like it is your journey to right now or even at all, if ever you need to. And that is a very controversial take, Ezangomeni, and 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 I'm who believe in the traditional way of doing things. Whereas Ngoku, we have avenues like e-wellness, um, like you said, we are able to live e-calling zetu through healing other people and through healing spaces and environments and energies. And I think that is very, very, very important. Um I want to ask, and I, I'm not sure if you have if you have covered this. Um, do you have any regrets about 
um, you know, venturing into adult entertainment and venturing into exotic dancing because people tend to think that, um, you know, adult entertainers often at the end of the day are full of regrets. But when I listen to you, I don't hear someone who regrets um, their decisions. And where do you stand on that? Uh, seriously, to be honest, there's no regrets because um, now I'm finding life, the beauty of life, there are more. I don't feel like, I don't even believe in mistakes unless I'm doing something. I feel now, if I can go back now to um, uh, exotic dancing, that would be a mistake because that also like takes your mental health, be drinking like every night. Okay, some nights uh, I will take tea, but some nights clients offers you, like I feel like now I've passed that journey. It was okay for me now. Like in in for the to be the businesswoman, to be an entrepreneur that I am today, because it's also like it's a business. Because we we don't have a salary, we have to sell a dance and then we get a commission. So that's why I'm a strong and powerful businesswoman, and I've I've never hide myself. So people, I think they also uh, like my honesty, because I always knew where I'm destined. One day I will be entrepreneur up episode and I'll be a business owner. I always knew that. So um, imagine even the fish alone, and then it comes, and then it, you know people are judgmental. Like, oh, she used to do this. I don't want to associate with. So I'm glad whoever come across my way, they know. But associated, So I will. I won't regret. I'm not regretting. Um, you just said something very interesting, and I think. Um, not very related to our discussion here, but I think many audiences wonder about about at home, and that is the link between drinking and and the world of adult entertainment and exotic dancing. And why do you think that is? Is it a function of uh, keeping the clients entertained? Is it a coping mechanism? Why is there such a high correlation between drinking and Okay, I think I'm someone that just like enjoys drinking, you know. Yeah. Uh, because um, I don't drink coffee, maybe tea, because I'm sensitive to caffeine. Some girls they don't drink, they don't like, they just drink their coffee the whole night, and um, and then they can still cope. But now, just I will have some days where I don't drink at all, but. I wouldn't like uh, lose money because of I regretted, I rejected a, a tequila sana, a single shot in this email. <laughs> so I was like, sana mascale, tequila, shampoo, mascale. And then we make the client like to be excited. And then I know, so it'll be fun. And someone's like, okay, you're going to drink with me. I'm gonna book you, don't worry, let's drink. So this is our seller, and I'm not even paying. This is our seller. See a private room, so I would like it was a, a, a way of even making money with seller with clients. Because Thomas was seller. I know the way clients are where I remember in Johannesburg, the way client uh in town, it was an Indian client. It did. So I invite most of most of white people. Sorry to say, they are very into drugs, into the industry. 
that's why they lose themselves. They end up on streets at the end. They or some they get rescued by getting married. So I remember that client loved me so much. But I was boring in the booking. I was not doing the ticket. I go buy phone and go blow my money to pose and my money be a cherish alone. Come away. So I was like, no, I had boundaries because I'm like, I'm not here for a long time, you know. But I'm here for a good time. I'm here for the peoples that I am here for. Yeah, but I I don't want to forget about my dreams. I think like I get I got exposed to a lot of things, but then the woman don't gonna lie. That's why I even left Johannesburg. I felt like, oh, hi, Johannesburg, we strip club. It's not about uh, selling your fantasy, it's about selling your soul. It's about selling your soul. And like, good prostitution means in which I'm used to teasing and get a lot of money from teasing, you know, just from showing a nipple, they get 200 more than that. So I felt like Joanna Speck is selling the soul and um, and um, it's it's not it for me. And that was not something that you were willing to put up for offer? Um, no, no, because of I had my own principles and boundaries mm. as everyone. Okay, okay. I, I appreciate that so much. Thank you, Babli. Um, and I suppose right now I want to get into if you you perhaps any have have any pearls of wisdom for for followers, for um, people who watch you, for audiences um, about spirituality, and I suppose remaining open minded or you know. Do you have anything to share that you would would like to impart um, as I suppose your final word in this segment? What can I say? Um, they say uh, God doesn't judge. So who are the people, who are the, what do you say, this, the society to judge you, why they should control you, how you must live your life. Just be honest and be true yourself, embrace yourself, uh, and uh, always believe you can be whatever you you want to be, or you can be who, whoever you want to be. As a moment that land, it comes on your mind. But okay, Ngoku, levers lina lena, aina perfume. Even the fagi essence oil and make it together and melt it together. I think I can make money from from out of it. Go for it for the moment that unomfaniki so mundwe. Just know it's meant for just about they need to believe in themselves. Always believe in yourself. Be your number one fan. Be your number one fan. Because if you don't believe in yourself, it's not easy for some other people to believe in you. Thank you so much, Babli. Thank you. Thank you for joining us in discussion today. Um, thank you for imparting wisdom and thank you for taking the time to address some of the misconceptions in and around exotic work and its intersections with spirituality. And that was the lovely Sodela, um, reality TV star, businesswoman, and aesthetician. She said some very important things about how we should be rethinking and thinking about spirituality 
not only confining it into the practices of Uklala Endumbeni as Isangoma. She highlighted some very important and shared some very important insights about journeying and finding yourself within your journey, not allowing yourself to be dictated upon by others, while also um, creating boundaries and remaining true to yourself. Thank you so much for that wisdom, Babi. And that is it from this edition of Gogo Have I Been Scammed. To share your story with us, please email us on gokohaveibeenscammed at gmail.com. Alternatively, you can reach out to us on our socials on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok under the handle Goko Have I Been Scammed. Remember that you can find our latest episodes on Sowetan Live under the podcast tab or across digital streaming platforms, that is Iono FM, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Goko Have I Been Scammed is a Times Live production, and our producer is Demi Wuzo. I have been your host, Goko Zipotolamo, and until next time, Togozani Tamakwini Emakosini.